What up, folks? It's Tony Wiggins with Locked On Jaguars. Disappointment is something that Jaguar fans have gotten used to. Uh, but at some point, man, even they have a breaking point. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit today here on this episode of Locked On Jaguars. <laughs> Your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, folks? I'm Tony Wiggins here on a weekend edition. I know it's late. It's Friday. I want this to carry over through the weekend, though, uh, because it, it's it's sort of a show that I've been thinking about all day. And it's, it's going to be something that's near and dear to me. And that's talking about the fans and what they've been through. But we appreciate you all making us your first listen here on Locked on Jaguars because we're your team every day. And we are the local experts that cover the team around the Locked on Podcast Network. It, I, I've, I've sat and I've tried to figure out how the fans of this organization have become so resilient. And I, and I think I got, I'm on to something here. I grew up. I was in poverty, okay? But we had so much love in our house that we didn't know that we didn't have anything. We didn't know that we uh, were poor or I didn't realize until I started going to other people's house how they had to live. Uh, but we were very, very clean. We took care of our stuff, but we didn't have very much. In fact, I didn't have my own bed until I was 12 years old. So you get to the point, though, where when things are not self-inflicted, you learn to overcome and you learn to adjust. And some of the lessons that I have as a person today is because of those struggles. I even got to the point where I tried to manufacture that struggle for my kids because I was financially better. And I'm going to get to the Jackson in just a second, but I was financially better than I was. But I realized there was a lot of things that I earned and, 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 and uh, really uh, developed because I had to learn how to do without and overcome that struggle. I don't ever want a group of people like the Jaguar, Jaguar fans to have to learn how to become experts at dealing with adversity. Experts at dealing with struggling. Experts at managing their own grief for their football team. Because all of this stuff can actually be gone with competent leadership, ownership, and management of the football team. I saw a, a chart today and I, I really, really tried to find it where someone put out some numbers, some analytics or whatever about the fan bases and how vocal and interactive their fans are. Naturally, because of market size, I looked at the bottom. I was looking towards the bottom, right? And uh, I never saw Jacksonville. So I had to make the screen smaller so all of the teams would fit in. And guess where they were? Number one. And it really hit home to me that if that's valid, and, and we're gonna we're gonna say if because uh, whenever there's bad things about Jacksonville, people often believe that whether it's true or not. So I'm gonna take the liberty to say that this stuff was valid. It made me feel like how could you? Look in the mirror at yourself if you own a football team and know that 
you're mishandling a group of people the way the Jaguars have seemingly mishandled the fans. And what I mean by that is when you're the leader, you, you don't get a chance, in my opinion, to just always say, I understand. I understand. If, if my kids were hungry every day and it's because I was either incompetent or lazy, I, I, I couldn't look them in the eye every day and be like, it's going to be all right. Your stomach's growling, but it's okay. It's all right. At the very least, you ought to have the proper messaging. At the very least, you ought to be able to proudly stand up. And those fans ought to know that you're really doing this for them. Not always talking about viability and what somebody needs to do for you, but what you need to do for the, the fans who, and, and I know there's some people in, in my profession that think, Nobody owe nobody nothing. This ain't about owing. This is about understanding your place as a leader and understanding your place as someone who is in partnership with the folks that allow you to grow your business and to understand that if you do what you're supposed to do competently, that this all works a lot better and these people will treat you like a rock star like they used to and run through a big brick wall. Why am I talking about this? It's because whether the information that has been leaking is valid or not, you should be putting out statements and information and not be unseen and unheard when you're talking about your coaching search and when you're talking about who the general manager is going to be, and everything needs to be on front street because the Jacksonville Jaguars right now are being laughed at around the NFL. And there's a perception in the coaching world, in the agents world, and in the players circle and the fraternity that this place is a flat out dumpster fire. I'm going to show you a picture. I'm going to show you a picture right now of who the Jaguar fans remind me of. In just a second, I'm going to try to pull this picture up and I'm going to show you exactly who I believe the Jaguar fans remind me of. I'm going to try to get it up if I can. Um, maybe I need to maybe I need to go to this 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 split here and, and I can make it work. Because if I can get it up and I can make it work, you guys are going to understand exactly what it is I'm talking about. I'll try to do it in just a second here on Locked On Jaguar because I'm going to tell you something, man. It is absolutely ridiculous. And I don't think I'll be able to pull it up. But if you go on YouTube or you go on my Twitter, you're going to see exactly who and what it is that – I'm talking about you will see who and what it is in fact i'll probably be able to get it up here in just a second but it is unbelievable the amount of struggle there you go look you see up in that corner you see those people right there you know who and what that is that's the evans family that's the evans family on good times ain't we lucky we got them and those are the Jaguar fans right there. And look at James. 
James, with all that struggle, still had the love of his family because you know what? He was honest, he was open, and he was a straight-up dude. But the Evans family, the show's called Good Times, but it should have been called Bad Times because they were in perpetuity trying to find a break. And they stuck together. The Jaguars, however, don't seem like they know how to stick with the fans. I'm going to discuss this at a little bit more length here on Locked On Jaguars. This is weekend edition, man. And I'm headed to the Senior Bowl next week. So, you guys, I'm going to have some good shows and some good stuff for you next week. Give me a second here, and we'll get going in segment two on Locked On Jaguars. Hey, Jack fans, this is Tony Wiggins with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called GetUpside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first fill-up. That's right, cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get gas back using, get cash back, you like gas back. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code touchdown for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot more are are making as much as $300 a year in cash back. And that's no, there's no catch to that. The cash back gets added right to your account and you can cash out at any time to your bank, PayPal or e-gift card for Amazon. Other brands uh, also just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code touchdown and start saving you some Skrilla right away. And I want to holler at you about Bet Online. There might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scored totals, player performance, props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all the things NFL betting in 2022. Jack's going to probably be dead last uh, who's going to hire a coach. But in anywho, uh, with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code, which is locked on to get started. And it's not just football. BetOnline's basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, and play your favorite games. Better line is where the game starts. And where you start every day is right here with me on Locked On Jaguars. And we absolutely appreciate you guys making us your first. Listen, I'm going to put the Evans family right back up there where that Jaguar logo is because they represent the struggle of the Jaguars fan base. Struggling in perpetuity. And, and being experts at overcoming to the point where you can shuck and jive and have a good time and drink beer and enjoy yourselves, even though you know most of the time your team is going to lose. How did we get to the point where we're so used to? We are experts. We are absolute experts at the process of a coaching search. We are absolute experts here as media people and as a fan base group of Talking about picking early in the draft. We are absolute experts at knowing that free agents are not going to come here. We are absolute experts, experts at understanding how we go from a, a high on Sunday morning to a low on Sunday night and being able to tool up, regroup, and by Monday night, ready to do it all over again. And we've gotten zero results 
from everyone who wears the uniform. The fans, most of the players are cool, but we need to do more, in my opinion, to uh, teach them what Duval is all about so that the on-field product represents who we are as a community as opposed to just teaching them how to say that really, really good and, and teaching them how to ingratiate themselves uh, with uh, the locals. What we have to do is, and when I say we, uh, I'm talking about the management. What we have to do is play as resiliently on the field as the fans cheer as resiliently as they do off the field. There's a lot of people over the years that have taken a lot of shots at this city. There's a lot of people over the years that played football here that left. And when they left, the fans were angry because the fans have been loyal to a fault to bad management. They have been loyal to a fault. And I'm going to explain something to you. I'm, I'm about to get, get on somebody real good here. They have been loyal to a fault. I'll put my Jaguars logo back up here real quick. But they have been loyal to a fault from being afraid that if you don't tell the truth or speak your mind, they're going to leave. I would never say leave. I would never do that. Well, if you're going to leave, leave. Nope. I'd never do that because I understand what uh, having an NFL team uh, is. There's only 32 of them and we got one, right? But I will tell you this. I'll make a deal with you. I'd never say that, but I'd also, I'm not going to ever, 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 ever sugarcoat what is happening with this team. Jaguar fan, you have been taken for granted. Because if you haven't, there'd be people out here willing or wanting to really come out and speak to you and say, man, just hang in there with us. We're doing the best we can. I promise we need to take time with this decision and we need to make sure that we're doing this the right way. And uh, we never hear anything from anyone. When When the media was telling you all year, or what little King Joffrey was over there, or what he was up to over there. And when we were telling you all year, don't be letting Barky off the hook too. And people kept going, give us more, give us more. It can't be true, can't be true. Where's Shad? Where's Shad? He doesn't live here. Man, how come nobody's doing that? How come nobody's saying anything, right? So then, after it was clearly obvious to everybody, Irving gets released of his in the middle of the night, released, kicked to the curb or whatever, and then all of this stuff starts to come out that, as it turns out, they knew back in August and September what was going on with bro, right? We didn't know who who really was the one responsible for Jalen leaving because Leslie for the Rams said he immediately heard from the Jaguars after the incident in Houston. Shakan comes out and says, we're going to get more money than anybody. We're going to, we want him to play, but let's need it in an article. If you Google it, it says the reason why the deal took so long is because Shad wanted to see what the team looked like for three weeks without Jalen to make sure he wanted to do it. I don't know who's telling the truth, but all I tell you is there's an easy way to prevent people from lying on you. And the way that that is, is speak up, especially when the fans have constantly been on your side. Fans on Twitter defending, going against Yannick Ngakwe. Fans on Twitter going against everybody, everybody, everybody who leaves here. And you don't owe them enough respect to come out while you're in your process 
and at least ask for some patience. No, you'll let all these leaks come out and leaks will keep coming. Let me explain something to you about leaks. If you have an interview process with three or four people in it and then leaks seem to come out and then activity after those leaks come out seems to support the leaks. I'm not the smartest dude in the room, right? But what somebody in that room put out some information. Somebody in, 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 in the building who knew or knows something put out some stuff about Urban Meyer, right? I got sources. Other guys around here that you've seen over the past, they got sources. I don't believe this. I, I, and I want to clarify this too. I don't believe there's anybody that's a mouthpiece for ownership and management. I believe there are people that repeat or regurgitate something that someone told them, but I don't think anyone is being used as a jukebox or shot has his hand up somebody's back and whatever he wants them to say that they're saying it and they're on a take. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that I've been around everyone in the media for a long time. I don't think anyone would um, let somebody do them like that. Okay. Now there are people that are not as outspoken as I am. And that's fine because those are personality differences. But what I would never do is question somebody's intent and confuse it with their judgment because nobody questions my judgment. There's a lot of people that wouldn't talk and act the way that I do, and I don't expect them to. So I don't expect other people to do the same thing. For the most part, what I'm saying is I think guys in the media around here are doing the absolute best they can, and sometimes it's just not everybody's cup of tea, and that's fine. But when things are out there, you can control your own narrative, right? Some things aren't worth responding to. Lord knows I know that. Some things aren't worth responding to. And I won't dig. Some things you you don't dignify. But this is. The fans are worth. The fans and their concerns and their voices are worth. Are worthy of being heard and worthy of being responded to in a timely manner. Because we're all in this together. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Segment number three, I'll give you a little bit of hint of what it exactly is that I kind of have up my sleeve for Monday through Thursday of next week when I'm in Mobile, as long as my COVID test comes back right. The one that I take Sunday before I leave, if it doesn't, I have my butt right here in Jacksonville doing these shows. Um, yeah, so check this out. I want to tell you about Built Bar. It's the new year, and that means New Year's resolutions. And if you're getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Why? Because the macros are off the chain. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Now, if I was telling you that and it was some chalky or waxy uh, thing that tastes like uh, a, a Pepto-Bismol stick or something like that. No, shout out to Pepto-Bismol for helping people, by the way, get rid of their stomach. I wouldn't be sitting here bragging about it, but it doesn't taste like medicine. You know what I'm saying? It tastes like a candy bar. And it's important that when you're, you know, trying to eat healthy, that you put something on your palate every now and then. That's just like something that you used to eat, but it's not unhealthy. And that's the word that I'm looking for. Here's an idea. All you got to do is go to built.com and see what's new. And guess what's going to happen? 
You can get your built bars in the mail just like I do. They have a bunch of assorted flavors. You can try them all if you want to, mix them up, mix and match, and do whatever you have to do. My personal favorite, though, is the salted caramel, okay? So if you're not a huge fan of working out, and you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you the way uh, that way you'll be able to enjoy a delicious built bar, and you can almost count it as a workout. So check it out. It's always something new. It's always something going on at Built Bar. Uh, with new limited time flavors also. So make sure you go to at bar underscore built on Twitter and check them out. So check out built bar at built.com and see what's new. I am Tony Wiggins. This is your third segment here on Locked On Jaguars. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, listen to the Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling, the Locked On Bets podcast. Before you make your wages, you get a lot of inside information, especially with some of the injuries this weekend with guys like Tyron Matthew, they're questionable. You need up-to-date information on that to find out exactly what you need to do if you're going to make some wages. So listen to the Locked On Bets podcast, like, and subscribe. Also, y'all, please go subscribe to my YouTube page uh, on Locked On Jaguars. Thank you very, very much. I'll be in uh, Mobile, hopefully, uh, as long as my COVID test comes back negative. Uh, I will be uh, going up and uh, hanging with the Locked On crew. I'm going to try to get as many interviews. I'm going to record some stuff, and I'm going to try to bring it, make it part of the show. I'm going to be recording my shows from up there. May even have a guest or two if we can try to uh, finesse that a little bit. And I'm going to just try to be uh, boots on the ground, getting more and more information. And see, this is the thing. One coaching staff we won't see is the one from Jacksonville, unless they're going to use the dudes uh, from last year or the guys that are still under contract that don't know if they're going to be here or not. Um, I guess they'll have them over there. I guess they'll have the scouting staff over there and Trent Balky and those crew, even if we don't know they're going to be the ones making the decisions or not. But uh, the difference is most of the other teams, they're already solidifying and, and they know who their staff and they know who their scout staff is going to be. So those guys are going to be over there in Mobile preparing for the NFL draft. Um, this kind of makes me think that Trent Balky is going to still be around because if not, it's just another little bit of a wasted period of uh evaluation um and you know these guys will say well you know it don't don't matter we got all of this time before the draft and we can do that but listen football coaches talk all the time about how every little thing matters right every workout matters they want more time with their players they want them so you can't contradict yourself and say ah we don't need to sing your ball okay you, you don't need it but guess what everybody else is over there already fully locked and loaded ready to uh go in the proper direction of their team and you don't so don't sell us that things uh every little thing matters when it appears that you won't let this process drag out long enough uh that um you probably won't have your coach in place already uh, and i doubt it uh, unless we get something today or tomorrow uh we don't know and uh I, i'm starting to believe this that the sources did tell everybody all of this stuff that's been out there in the universe but I'm starting to believe that two either two things happen. Everybody wasn't on the same page about the information about Leftwich and Adrian Wilson. Everybody is on it, but there's something that's delaying it and stalling it. And some folks thought it was the Rooney rule because you have to hire, when you're looking outside, you have to hire, hire two people, um, two people of color, two African-Americans or people of minorities before you make a hire. You know, so you think that, okay, they hire Adrian. If they want to hire Adrian Wilson, they could just hire Adrian Wilson. No, you'd have to say 
you'd have to interview Adrian Wilson and you'd have to in, uh, interview like Rand Cochran. You know, you'd have to interview uh, multiple guys. And that's so people just won't say, okay, we did the Rooney Rule, we did it and I moved. No, we won't put these guys in front of your face and get them an interview so you can see how impressive they can be. But either everyone wasn't on the same page or someone was actually force feeding bad information to people who have credibility or something happened to change your mind i heard a, a, a little bug, a little rumor today that that leffer was just never the top guy i don't know how true it is uh so i didn't really go with it too much um that that, that there was a preference for nathan hackett but it appears that hackett if that was the case hackett used and leveraged the jacksonville jaguars situation to get him a job in denver right um so it, there's just so much out there and when there's so much out there like that, and I know you can't be, you have to, you can't respond to everything. And I, and I trust me, you, there's a lot of stuff I don't respond to because it's not worth it. However, um, in this case, I think it, it it does warrant a little bit of transparency from the people in the process. There would be nothing like just, even if it's a prepared statement where you're not going to answer questions to ease the minds of the natives and I don't agree that this is a mob mentality because a mob mentality would be uh, uh, some sort of resentment or anger or angst or anxiety that is not justified. This is absolutely justified because uh, the Jaguars have been the worst pro sports organization in North America. It's absolutely justified. It's justified because they were one of four teams, I believe, that the commissioner called in and said, y'all need to get this together, right? Get it right. Look at the people in Detroit. The folks in Detroit, and Detroit's picking right behind Jacksonville, but guess what? There's a whole different level of enthusiasm is because of how they went about their business, even though the coach is all wacky talking about he's going to eat people's kneecaps and all that. But there seems to be this growing feeling of, we're coming. We play hard and we're on our way and we're going to personify this tough city we're in and, and all of that. The Jaguars fans have only felt that like one time in the last 12 years. And that was in 2017. And most of those guys in 2017 at later on, later on, the Jag fans got mad at them. Sometimes the things that anger, anger you about people are the very things that if they did not do it, they wouldn't be who they are. A lot of tough, tough lessons to learn. Uh, one thing I hope we all unlearn is how to be experts at dealing with trash, how to be experts at dealing with losing, how to be experts in counseling ourselves to overcome losing, to be able to muster up enough enthusiasm to go and believe again. Those are all great qualities. They're just not things that you want to practice all the time. I want to learn how what it's like to win and to have expectations that we're going to win and not just wishing and hoping. No, I want to know. It's kind of like when you go to a sporting event and you look down at your ticket and you know that's your seat. That's that's how I want. I want us to feel like that. I want to know what I'm sure about. One thing I'm sure about is you guys here at Locked on Jaguars because you make us your first listen. And we appreciate you, man. You're going to take my advice like, right now like you always do. Take care of each other. We'll get through it. I'll see you guys Monday, man. Uh, I'll probably record from – I won't do Monday show from the Senior Bowl. I'll probably do Monday show early, either when I arrive 
but um, or I'll do it right before I'm headed that way. But at some point, you'll hear from me on Monday, and then Tuesday we'll have some stuff from the Senior Bowl. Until then, you guys take care. Thank you for joining us again. We're free on all platforms. Make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube.